I'd love to answer a question today that I get asked all the time. It gets asked in different ways, but basically it's always the same question. Here's the email I got from Kristen today. Kelly, I love the idea of being fit and healthy, but while I grow my business and manage my life, the truth is I feel like I have nothing left at the end of the day. I'm hitting the caffeine at 3 p.m. and then I'm looking forward to a cocktail by 6 p.m. and the couch, maybe even an epic Netflix marathon if I'm super tired. My business is really successful, but I'm giving it everything I have. There is no way I want to take away from the business I'm building, but if I'm honest, I'm worried about how I'll feel in the future. Any suggestions? Christian. Hey there, Kelly Howard here, and welcome to this week's episode of Fit is Freedom. The question we're addressing this week is one I get asked very often. It's always a slightly different ways, but it comes down to the struggle between growing your business or expanding at your job so that you can have freedom and staying fit so that you can enjoy the fruits of your labor later on. It's a razor's edge. So let's tackle it straight on. Christian, thank you so much for being so brutally honest. I totally understand what you're experiencing and asking. I really was there at one point in my life and I know how you feel. You may have heard me talk about my story in the past, but basically I'd like to share a little bit more today so you have a good idea of how you truly can change your life and make it easy to manage your energy. So a number of years ago, my business was humming along. I was doing great. It was easy and I was having a pretty darn good time and it was being pretty successful. Then what happened was my mom got sick and I became her caretaker. Very quickly, what I realized was I had a lot of um, either or. Either I had the time and the energy to take care of my business, or I had the time and the energy to take care of her. Either I had the time and the energy to take care of my fitness, or I had the time and the energy to take care of my family. Because I became so all-consumed in, in doing the caretaking stuff, I just kind of let everything go by the wayside instead of, and we're going to talk about this in the future, instead of committing to what I really needed to do so that I had a different mindset around it. But at the time, I could only see it one way. I could either do this or I could do that. And so that's what I did. After my mother passed away, I took a look at my business and I realized that I didn't have the systems in place in order to run it well without me. And it was floundering. To say that I was going to have to dive back into that business was a true understatement, right? And so I just like, just jumped in. And once again, instead of having the right mindset, I had the either or mindset, which was I can either rebuild my business or I can take care of myself. So I decided that, you know, I was all about taking care of my business and that's all that I was doing. So I worked, I worked like a crazy woman. I ate out, I gained weight, I lost my cardio, I started losing muscle because, you know, as early as early 30s, you start losing your muscle mass if you're not being active. And so you're basically working against the clock, right? And I kept thinking in the back of my mind, oh, I'll get back in shape and I'll get my routine back once I turn my company around next week, next month, next year. I'll deal with it then. Instead of having the idea that, yes, I can have a successful company and I can take care of myself at the same time. But instead of doing that, what I did was I decided just to double down and really go all in on my marketing. And so I started doing launches too. And if 
if you know, well, I guess if you know what a launch is, then you know that that's like all consuming. And if you don't know what a launch is, it's basically like this all consuming marketing push that you just jump in and go just crazy, right? And so what happened was my business was turning around, but I was wearing out. I was totally wearing out. I just kept saying that I'd make time for me when I had time for having the business back on track. There was time for me when everything else was taken care of. This is the same cycle that you just described. And you just work like crazy. You get brain fog. You get exhausted at night. And you don't see that there are other ways to deal with this. Eventually, I reached a point where I thought, okay, time for a little me time. So in true Kelly fashion, I just decided to do like a kayaking vacation. So I took off, headed out on this vacation. What I realized was I was tired. I was out of shape. And I wasn't bouncing back like I thought I would and like I expected myself to. And so what I did was I was like, okay, Kelly, now is the time to think. Use the brain you've got and let's figure this one out because there are lots of people out there who have very successful businesses and they're physically healthy and well. So that's when I changed everything. So I stepped way back and I just took this objective look at my life. And I've done this long enough to know that there's really four four main pieces to feeling good. Food, sleep, movement, and then how you handle stress. And that's whether it's, you know, like you get the mental rest and it's not just sleep, downtime sleep, but stress release for your brain. And really, I wasn't doing any of them very well. And I had no commitment to my health at the time. So I decided it was time to just like, put a stake in the ground and say, this is how I'm going to live. So my health comes first and then the business comes next. And you know what? Nothing fell apart. Everything just got better. So I did. I took a little while, that step back for me. So now I'd like to give you my go-to steps that I use for getting back on track anytime that I'm off and for staying physically fit and working at my best all the time. And I have to tell you, the funny thing about this one is that today I'm doing several podcast recordings. And so it was kind of a busy day. And as I'm, I'm getting ready to talk about food, as I was getting ready to talk about food earlier, I was kind of like going through my notes and thinking what I was talking about. And I thought, oh my gosh, you're starting to slump because you forgot to eat. So that's the first thing I want to talk about is food. So for me, the number one thing that slows me down and just kind of leaves me depleted is when I forget to eat. And since I work at home on my own, I just have no outside triggers that remind me to eat, which I know sounds super silly if you haven't ever done this. But what happens is that I get so caught up that I just forget if I'm not being diligent. So if it gets to be one or two or three in the afternoon, and I feel myself lagging. My first thought these days is what did I eat and when? It's so easy to get caught up in work and not nourish yourself. So these days when I'm really busy, like I should have done today and I didn't do, I actually add my food um, times to my schedule. Sounds really funny, but it actually works for me. The other piece of food that's really important is to make sure that you have good food on hand that's easy to eat food. And what I mean by that is like in the morning, I tend to have a salad with lots of veggies and some protein early, but that way I'm fueled for, you know, with good food for early on and most of the day, right? But if I wait until I get really hungry, 
I go looking for, you know, the easy sleazy food like frozen food or leftover stuff in the from I don't know, from wherever we ate out this week or whatever. And it's it's not that fuel that I need, it's just something to put in my stomach. So I'll cook when I cook during the week, I make lots of extra food at night so that then I've got leftovers in the fridge that are healthy so I can make those wise choices. I have choices between homemade food and whatever got brought home from a restaurant. Next piece is sleep. Are you sleeping, right? If you're not sleeping well, it usually means like if something's waking you up a lot, it's for me, it's usually something on my mind. It's it, I'm not taking care of my what needs to be taken care of so that when I go to bed, I'm not thinking about the things that haven't gotten done. So in episode 21, it was like all about how sleep is a superpower. And we'll link to that episode in the show notes. So there's lots and lots of information in there, but just a few things to check on before you leave your desk at night. Is it organized or disorganized? Do you know what's going to happen in the next day? That's the way to put your mind at ease, right? Are you unplugging from electronics at night? Are you sleeping in a cool, dark room? Are you eating a few hours before you lay down? And how much sleep are you getting, really? I'll talk about sleep again because I love sleep, but a little story about a friend of mine. She was someone who kept telling me that she really only needed four or five hours of sleep. And she was running a busy, busy business. And that's what she believed. She believed that four or five hours at night was all she needed done. But she was also dragging in the afternoon and she was putting on extra weight all around her middle. So once she decided to change her schedule, she dumped some of the stress in her life. She started sleeping more while her body started dropping the weight and she had more energy. So look at your sleep. How are you doing with that? Another one is movement. Typically, I shoot for about 45 minutes to an hour of exercise six days a week. But when I get super busy, I find that I have to figure out small ways to get exercise in. And these vary, you know, it's a benchmark. That's my benchmark. But sometimes I have to just like fit things in as I get to them. I know that for me, if I can exercise early in the morning, then I've pretty much nailed it for the day. But if I don't exercise early in the morning, then I have to try other things like I've spoken before about quick little 10-minute high-intensity exercise at your desk or around your desk, I guess. <laughs> it's kind of hard to do high-intensity at your desk. You know, just come up with some things that you know that you have or that are go-tos. And we'll definitely talk about this again, but think about, you know, what you can do. Another thing that I've noticed is that if I'm, let's say I'm training for something, I'm training for a long bike ride or something like that, I know that that's going to wear me out more. I'll be more tired in the day that I normally would. So I schedule those on the weekends or I schedule those when I have a light day. So kind of like, you know, work with your schedule. I mean, really, and we'll definitely talk more about your schedule in the future because it's such a big deal, but, but work with your schedule and make sure that you're getting the exercise in and that you're committed to it, right? That it's a piece of who you are. So we've talked about exercise, movement, like just movement, okay? Sleep, good sleep good food. And then the other one is managing your stress. And stress is one of those things that it just kind of creeps up on you, right? And if you get into that work, work, work mode and you're doing a great job and your business is successful and you're working like a crazy woman, well, what happens is that 
it becomes a routine, right? Like anything we do consistently becomes a routine. So now all of a sudden your body expects to be, you know, work, work, working like that. And you're not giving yourself the break that you need. So start thinking about like daily meditations. For me, like in addition to daily meditations, I do a few like little quick mental stress rests during the day. And they can be super simple. Like, I mean, these aren't long, two minutes, three minutes or something like that, but it really keeps my brain fog at a minimum. So what typically what I'll do is if I'm doing what I call a stress rest break, it's like 30 to 45 seconds of deep, slow breathing. And then I follow it with like this light focused attention. And when I'm doing this in the afternoon, the focused attention is simply on a quality that I want to be whether that quality is I want to be focused or I want to have clarity or I want to be peaceful, whatever that quality is, I just focus on it really lightly. Like, you know, I'm not like thinking about being peaceful. I'm just kind of like breathing deep and thinking about, you know, what peaceful feels like or what focus feels like. It doesn't have to be long, but that's just, you know, enough to kind of bring your brain back down and get caught back up. If I need a real, like if I'm, if I feel like I'm just like my brain is not engaging like I want it to, I actually use Lumosity. And I I don't know if you've ever tried that, but it's lumosity.com. And they've got all these little games. In fact, I think I've spoken about it on the podcast before, but it has all these games, like mental games to learn, you know, better spatial relations and stuff like that. But what it does is it gives my mind an opportunity to relax thinking about something other than work and I get re-energized and I feel sharper when I'm done. So it's really, really good if you're doing a lot of repetitive or like really super mentally taxing work. Another brain change is to have a quick chat with a friend, right? But if you're doing this during the day and you're just looking for like a quick change, do it with someone who's going to lift you up. Like my phone typically is on airplane mode when I'm on work mode. Or if it's not on airplane mode, it's on, it's silenced. It'll vibrate when I get a call or a text. So I know, you know, that something's going on and I can answer it if I need to. But what I've found lately is that a lot of times when I get calls, they're conversations with friends who might need a, a helping lift, right? And I love helping my friends out. Absolutely. But it can be tiring. And if I'm in work mode, then I have to be much more careful about who I have a chat with during the day, especially if I need to stay sharp and really on top of things. I recently had a call from a friend of mine who's going through a big health challenge right now. And I immediately thought, wait, call back while you're cooking dinner and then you'll be focused and you've got time. But instead I picked up and I, what I found myself doing was, was spending like 30 minutes kind of really like uplifting them. And as much as I love and want to care for my friends, it's something that's going to take your energy away. So if you can keep those conversations for later, maybe when you're like, for me, it's when I'm cooking and I really don't have to be thinking or being getting ready for something important. I can just like have a conversation. If you are going to have a chat with a friend, make sure that it's like one of those people that you guys are both on the same page and you lift each other up and you sign off and then get back to it. There's one other thing about energy that I'd like to say. And And I have no medical training, okay? But I'll say that if you're getting exhausted a lot, you might want a checkup. Get your blood work done. Go get a checkup. Last year, I started saying I was tired. 
that's not something that comes out of my mouth very often, but I started just feeling tired a lot. And I happened to be going to my ENT for an ear checkup. Then he said, how are your allergies doing? And I said, oh, I don't have any allergies. <laughs> and he said, I just looked in your nose. You have terrible allergies. <laughs> and I, something that like I thought had happened to other people. I didn't really like had never thought about it. But in our city, I live in a city that has tons and tons of allergies. I was getting tired from that. And I started taking a little bit of uh, allergy medicine and it really helped quite a bit. So if you're tired a lot and you're doing all the other things, then maybe you need to have just a quick checkup. So when you and your well-being are a priority, then your energy is going to stay high and everything else will fall into place. Remember, a body in motion stays in motion. Move, eat right, eat well, get good sleep and plenty of it, rest your mind, tamper your stress, and make sure you have a good friend or two that you can always have a chat with when you need to. Thank you so much for joining me again today. Talking about energy was great for me because it reminded me very specifically of when and where I slip in my life and it got me back on focus for that one. So I want to make sure that I'm always weaving these suggestions into my day and I hope that you are too. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. You can reach me via the website at fitisfreedom.com or you can email me at kelly at fitisfreedom.com. Or remember, you can always find us on Instagram and Facebook. A week cannot go by without me saying a very big and heartfelt thank you to Riley and all the guys at podigy.co. They help me keep my energy up and manage because without them, I would never be able to do what I do here. And they are so good at what they do. If you have a podcast or you're thinking about starting one, be sure to check out podigy.co. That's P-O-D-I-G-Y dot C-O, or you can find them in my show notes. They make life easy and they're so nice and really fun to work with. So thank you so much. Have a hot, wonderful, high energy week, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.